While you're standing, let's make a declaration. How many is thankful that we serve a God of the dream and the dreamer? Say it like you mean it. Mean it like you say it. It don't cost a bit more to dream big than it does little. Today I will have my faith built by the word of God. I will not allow my past to control my future. God has given me my dreams to look forward to. And my faith as a means by which I will arrive. I will dream big because I serve a big God. Somebody give him one more hand like you love him. And then you can be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In today's world, we have so many things. Thank you, Kenzie. That are operated by voice activation. We've got Siri and Alexa. We've got Google. I've never had uh, Windows on my on my um, computer, so I didn't know about Cortana until I started studying. And then I've never had a Samsung uh, a Samsung phone, so I I didn't know about Bixby. Those are all voices quite frankly, that we've come to rely on. Does anybody else rely on or use your, your uh, virtual helper? I do all the time. I'm not going to say her name right now because she will talk back to me. Because I got news for you. They're always listening. But I can say the, the voice that I use on my device, and I can say, hey, call so-and-so. And I do that a lot, especially when I'm driving, so I don't have to look down and, and uh, dial the number. Or I'll say, hey, uh, give me directions too," and they'll pull it up, and it's right there in front of me. There are virtual friends who so amazingly help us run the universe hands-free. As long as there's a smart device close to us, and especially, it, it's, it's kind of funny around my house when um, I've got a church phone and then I've got my phone and I've got the tablet and they all have the same assistant living somewhere deep within the recesses of the device and I'll say it, and then all of a sudden, they'll, they'll all start talking to me. Because if they are as close as the sound of your voice, all they're doing is waiting on you to speak. Now, as a believer, quite frankly, you have far more than a virtual assistant to get you through your day. How many is thankful for that? I'm thankful for Siri. Okay, she didn't hear me. I'm thankful for Google. I'm thankful for all of those things that we have. But I'm more thankful that today as a believer, I have the spirit of power with me 24-7. And that's why just before he left this earth, Jesus told his disciples, and he also told us this right here in John 14, 16. He said, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. 
And I love the Amplified Version because it goes down the list of what this helper does. He's a comforter. He's an advocate. Come on, somebody. He's an intercessor. Have you ever wanted somebody or felt like you needed somebody to pray for you? Well, he is. I said he is. He's a counselor. He's a strengthener. He's a standby. And it goes on to say, to be with you, how long? Forever. Somebody say that again. Forever. You have all the creative force of heaven and earth available to you. Hallelujah. I said you have all of the available force and power of heaven and earth available to you. It's simply a matter of how, learning how to activate and effectively use all that power. You know what's a shame is we've got people that are walking around that are saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and still complaining about a backache. I ain't trying to get up in your stuff, but I'm going to get up in your stuff. We've got people that are, uh, you say, Pastor, you never have any aches. You ain't going to hear me talking about it. I may talk to it. But the Bible says when you have a mountain in front of you to speak to the mountain, it doesn't say go to the Daily Times and say, hey, could I place an ad? I want to tell everybody about my mountain. You know why we don't have testimony service at High Praise of Church? Because 98% of the people I've ever run into don't know how to testify. And I was raised in churches where they get up and they go, I want to testify for the Lord. And then spend the next five minutes talking about how bad life was. Let me give you something, a little word of advice. If you want to share your testimony, you share about this much of the problem you were in. And then you use the rest of your time talking about the problem solver, the one that brought you out, the one that gave you power, and where you are today. Don't make somebody want to take a pencil and poke in their eye just to get relief after talking to you. Huh? Have you, ever, have you ever met anybody to Walmart and you ain't seen him in a while? And at first you was really excited. Hey, how you doing? Tell me about what's going on. I'd, I'd love to see you. How's life doing? And then after about three minutes of them talking, you're going, Oh my gosh, I'm going to pull a tooth just so I'll feel better. I'm going to help you with something. If you're taking notes, write this down. Words cause action. I said words Cause action. As a matter of fact, somebody say that with me. Words cause action. Go to Genesis 1. Let's just start at the beginning today. Genesis 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning God, Elohim, created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. How many know that He's a creator? The earth was formless and void... Or a waste of an emptiness, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was moving. This is the part I want you to get. The Spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the water. So the Spirit of God was moving... And God said, let there be light, and there was light. See, the Holy Spirit is always watching, always listening, always ready to move into action. You got, you, are you with me today? Is everybody with me? 
The Holy Spirit is always moving. If you're a child of the Most High God, the Holy Spirit is moving, waiting on instruction. Do you get that? I'm going to read that again. It says, The Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. In 2 Chronicles 16.9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord moved to and fro throughout the earth, so that he might may support those whose heart is completely his. You have acted foolishly in this. Therefore, from now on, you will have wars. I want you to notice something. God's Spirit never does anything until he hears something. He only moves on what he hears. If I don't get anything else out, and i got a bunch more to get out, and I'm excited about it, but I don't get anything else out, we got to get this right here. A lot of us think that just because we feel the Holy Ghost that everything's going to be all right. Listen, the Holy Ghost is around, and He's moving, waiting on you to give Him instruction. Because you have authority, you have power, you have the ability, somebody say amen, amen. to instruct, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you that. The moment that, the, that God spoke, because at creation the Holy Spirit was busy moving and hovering, yet nothing happened until God spoke. But the moment that He spoke, the Holy Spirit cut loose. Ooh, do you know that the Holy Spirit's getting ready to cut loose in your life when you line your thinking, your believing, and your words up with the Word of God? When you get your believing and His Word all in the same motion. See, it's not enough to just know the Word with your brain. You have to have it in your heart because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What does that mean? It means that's how you live. You don't have to have somebody looking over your shoulder saying, Don't say that word. Don't treat that person that way. Don't sleep with that person because you ain't married to them. Don't go over there and get drunk. Don't do those drugs. You don't have to have somebody beating you over the head when you have the word in your heart and you agree with the word. Because when you agree with the word... You know that only the Word will produce power and movement in your life. See, at the moment that God spoke, the Holy Spirit cut loose and the universe started expanding at the rate of 186,000 miles per second. That's the speed of light. And within the first 24 hours, the creative force of God's Word traveled nearly 17 billion miles. And scientists tells us that it hasn't stopped. There's power in the Word of God. I said there's power in the Word of God. That's God's spirit of power. And that's the power of words. Words are powerful. They either kill or they give life. Somebody say amen. Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God's, word do, God's words do everything He wants them to do. 
Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So when he said, by, your stripe, by my stripes you are healed, when, when the word says that, then I promise you, he doesn't come back, he doesn't pull back, he doesn't change his mind. If he said it, it's still a progressive movement, just like the speed of light. It never has stopped, and God's power never has stopped. It never will stop, and so therefore, every day that you get up, if you need the touch of his power, you have it in your words. If you just get in the word, find it in the Bible, and if the Bible says it you believe it and you speak it and it will come to pass right now right here we don't have to wait till we get over in the by and by and fly so high in the pie in the sky oh my god I'm ready to go to heaven when he's ready but I'm ready to be here and have power right now if he wants me to be I'm not going to say oh I can't wait till we get to heaven everything going to be alright I got news for you I can shout today everything going to be all right at the Midkiff house today. You know why? Because God's power is in me. The good news is it's in you too. Amen. God's word does everything he wants it to do. God's word brings into being things that did not exist. Somebody say amen to that. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father to many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So therefore, faith is not denial. Faith is not lying. Faith is not me putting my, my head in the sand and, and, and acting crazy. Uh, using, oh, this is, this is something I heard the other day from a, some secular, uh, somebody that thought he was smarter than I think he is. Um, he said that religion is a simpleton's way of um, coping with things. Well, I got news for Mr. Smarty Pants that I'm not religious I'm in a relationship with a man called Jesus and I have power and I hope he gets things right because if he don't he's going to understand how real judgment is one day come on somebody and I honestly I don't hope that on him I hope he understands the truth but I also am not going to sit by and let some social uh, 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 media guy that thinks he's smart because he's got a million and a half followers tell me that God is not real. Watch who you allow influence you today. That's a big word. we got influencers. You know who I want you to be influenced by? The Holy Ghost. If you're influenced by the Holy Ghost, it'll make you hooking buck sometime and you didn't even mean to. It'll make you dance when you thought you were just going to walk up in here and be cute. But if you don't allow him that power,
power in your life, then when you get in down in the, the, the place in life where you've got to trust God, and, and then the devil will come to you and make you doubt what you have because he'll make you feel shame for not doing what he said to you when you could have. Keep him in the right place. God sustains and expands the universe by the power of his words. Ooh, that's good. Hebrews 1.3 says, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of, the, of majesty on high. God sustains us. Somebody say amen. All power, I love this, all power is delegated by God, but all of God's power comes in certain containers. And you know what those containers are? Your words. I have a container full of power about healing. It's in my heart because I know the scripture in 1 Peter 2.24 where it says, By His stripes we were healed. When you open up a container of healing. See, the, the doctors and nurses, they know about containers. They go and they'll go to the pharmacy and they'll bring containers of medicine. And they'll bring, and that's okay. Praise God for that. Amen. But I got news for you. You have access to certain containers that will, when you open them in your life, they will do exactly what the Bible says. Have you ever, have you ever uh, had a prescription and you went home and, and you started reading that piece of paper that they give you? Man, that thing has all these things. And then at the end, it start, tells you, now it could cause this, it could do this, and it could cause that. Well, I got good news. There's just, there's just a few words that you have to know about the containers of the Word of God that you open up in certain situations. And there's no, there's no repercussions. There's no, there's no side effects. I promise you, the only side effect to healing is you will be able to walk when the doctor said you couldn't. You'll be able to be cancer-free when, when medical science says, I don't know how that's happening. I promise you, if you will open up the Word and stand on the Word and declare He took stripes on His back so that I could be healed, you can be healed. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. John 12, 49 and 50 says... For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. That's, that's what Jesus always did. He always said, when the devil came to Him, if you'll notice, every time that He was in a fix, the Lord would always say, as it is written. Do you know why? Because the Word changes things. Verse 50 in John 12 says, And I know that... His commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. If the Holy Spirit and Jesus are bound by God's Word, it makes sense that you and I are bound by His Word also. John 16, verse 13. I hope I'm not giving you too much Word today. <laughs> But I, I promise you that when you leave here, you're going to understand that the power of His Spirit is alive. And I'm giving you Scripture to prove that. In John 16 and 13, it says, How be it when He, 
the spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, and this is so important, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he shall show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine, therefore I said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Jesus encourages us, just as he encouraged the disciples, that if we will put the Word of God in our heart, the Holy Spirit which lives inside of us will not speak of anything but the Word. But the Holy Spirit cannot and will not act on anything but the Word. So when we are filling our hearts and our lives and our, circum- our, our, our atmospheres with all the mess and the circumstance or even, you know, and, and I watch TV all the time. I don't even care to tell you when I'm at the house and I'm just, I'll turn it on just to have the noise going on. There's nothing wrong with television. But if you don't regulate what videos or television or whatever you want to call it, what memes or anything else that you, if you don't regulate that, what you do is you shut the Holy Spirit down because He cannot operate on anything but the Word of God. I believe that. Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say in this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. What happens next is up to you. So, I want to ask you today, pick your words wisely, because words cause action. Somebody say amen. If you're taking notes, write this down also. Saying is believing. Somebody say that. Saying is believing. Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7 says, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto the children, and shalt talk of them when you sit down uh, in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lay down, and when you uh, rise up. The world tells you that seeing is believing. But Jesus made it very clear that seeing is not believing, saying is believing. Come on, somebody. John 20, verse 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. And the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see his hands, the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them and came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. First of all, before I go on to verse 27, let me, let me just break down what just happened. They were in a room and the door was shut and Jesus popped in. And he didn't open the door. Huh? A lot of us are so caught up in having to have proof that we 
won't believe the prophet. We won't believe the word of knowledge. We, we base everything on what we can see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. The power of God does not operate in our senses. The power of God is a spirit. And those that worship Him, those that follow Him, and those that live in Him must live, worship, and follow Him in spirit and in truth, which is the Word of God. Verse 27, Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, thou hast believed. But then he finished with this. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believed. The words we continually speak prove what we really believe. If you all the time say, man, people suck. I hear that. I hear that all the time. Man, people are awful. They just, they're just terrible. I was talking to someone yesterday. As a matter of fact, if you're in here and I, it was you, I ain't going to out you because I don't know who it was. But I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were, they were talking about that. And I said, well, I said, it's just hard. It's, 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 oh, I remember who it was. They're not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all want me to take? No, I ain't going to do that. But they were talking about this person. I said, well, I said, because uh, you don't have to be rude either, right? And I said, well, I said, I, I, I'm not going to talk bad about them. I said, because maybe, maybe their intentions was wrong. Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. But um, because that, that was used, you know, people suck. And it's like, nah, not, no, not really. It's just... People sometimes make bad mis- they make bad judgment calls, right? They 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 do things and say things, but the words that that continually come out of your mouth will prove what you truly believe. I got news for you. Sometimes people disappoint me. There's no doubt, right? But if I would not have faith in mankind, there's no way that I could effectively do what God's called me to do because I got news for it. We can't do this life alone. Here's what happens. We have people that are bitter in the church because they have not understood that what comes out of their mouth produces an atmosphere to live in. That's why you should never call your, chi- your children names. I'm talking about bad names, you know, derogatory negative names. You should never do that because life is in your atmosphere and whatever you speak comes to life. I'm going to move on, but man, this stuff, I'm just, I'm just so excited about it because when we get and understand how to activate the spirit of power in our life, man, our life changes. Even if, if things around us are not as we would like them, 
we have the authority, the power, and the wherewithal inside of us to look to Jesus first and then deal with our circumstances. See, we, what we believe is what we say. And it's vitally important that we program our hearts and our minds with the right words. I'm talking about life-producing words. I'm talking about God's word. So think about it. When the pressure's on, when the emotional temperature in the room is high, when things aren't going the way that you want them to go, what will the next words be that come out your mouth? Think about that for a second. Because I'm going to tell you something. If I could roll back my life to November of 2013, when we were sitting across from that doctor totally and completely taken off guard and that doctor made the pronounce, pronounced I guess I should say it that way he pronounced that death sentence on my family if I could roll back those days I would, I would have something different come out of my mouth what'd you say pastor it was fear it was it was intrepidation it was all the things that Satan wanted to come out of my mouth and you know why I share that sometimes is because first of all I want my children to know that they can never be a victim in their own mind because Satan would love to hit our family again but he can't he can't he will not will he try you better bet your sweet bippy and he will be at your house too. But you have got to understand that greater is he that is within you. And the words that you speak out of your mouth will set the atmosphere. I ain't got time for foolishness. I love to have fun and I love to tell jokes. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about foolishness such as, oh, this is such a bad day. No, it's not. This is a day the Lord has made. And if there's stuff going on that you don't like, then pray. Seek God. Fill your heart full of the Word of God. Let the Holy Spirit direct you. I can promise you one thing. If you keep putting in all the negativity and all the junk, and then you say, Holy Ghost, leave me. He's going to go, I don't have anything to lead you with. We just read that. Amen? Somebody say, saying is believing. See, what you say in the end proves what you believe. And then I want you to believe the love. I preach about love all the time, and I want you to understand right up front, I always say this, love is not an ushy-gushy emotion that makes you feel good all the time. That's not what the love of God is. No, no, no. That's not what true love is. Love is patience. Love is compassion. Love is power. Amen? 1 John four thirteen. Hereby know we that we dwell in Him. He is He in us because He hath given us His Spirit. John fourteen sixteen says, And we have known and believed the love of God hath to us, God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Once Jesus returned to heaven, God sent his spirit to be 
our standby. Second Peter 1 7 says, 2 Timothy, not Peter, Second uh, Timothy 1 7 says, For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. God loves us, and He sent the Holy Ghost to empower us. He offers to us 24-7 access to the spirit of power and the spirit of His love. Our response and our responsibility is simply to believe the love. Somebody say, I believe the love. Sounds easy enough, but for a lot of believers, it's not easy. And I want to end with this. I thank God when we're convinced of God's love and filled with God's Spirit, there's nothing that He can't nor won't do through us. And it's because of the blood. Do you understand that? It's because of the blood. Thank God for the blood that Jesus shed for us because it affords what Apostle Paul calls the better covenant or the better promises. You say, where that's at? Hebrews 8, 6. But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established upon better promises. See, one of the better promises is the spirit of power, the spirit of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God that comes and lives inside of us. If you could use some hands-free assistance today. Remember that the greater one is ready to respond to you just as quickly as your device will respond to the sound of your voice. For you to speak out, all you have to do to activate Him is use His Word. So you can say all day long, call Kinsey. I say that probably more than Kinsey wants me to say it. I say, call Kinsey Cole. Call Kinsey Cole. Call Kinsey Cole. But if I say, hey Siri, call Kinsey Cole. Ain't going to do it. I got him turned off. But if I say, hey Siri, call Kinsey Cole. Or if I say, Hey, Google, turn the music. If I use the name. Yeah, that's good. That's good. A lot of people know that the Bible says we could be healed. But they don't believe it. But when you line your believing and your words up with the word and you say, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, at that name, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart. 
and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now, we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.